When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Winning Plays podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Hey there, welcome back to the Winning Plays podcast. Uh, Michael Pianna is off today, so with Brian Robb, I am Rich Levine. We hope you're all staying safe and sane in these crazy times. In today's show, we're going to talk about, we actually have, uh, B-Rob, we can't say we have basketball to talk about, but there is some talk of a uh, a resuming play. So we're going to talk about some of the restart options being floated out there for the NBA. Uh, But first, as always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Give us a follow on Twitter. That's at WinningPlaysPod. Shout out to CLNS Media. Shout out to BetOnline.ag. Brian, Rob, how are you doing today? I'm getting semi-excited about basketball returning, Rich, but then I'm also realizing that we still have a another two months here probably until we're going to see actual games um roughly and 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 uh, just that the that like the littlest it won't take much to to derail everything right and that if we get there um if everything goes perfectly from this point so that's that's what you think best case scenario because what you obviously need some time to uh some practice for guys to get back in shape from what i heard uh you know speaking to a few people in the celtics organization they seem to be you know, somewhat optimistic about the level of shape that their that their players have stayed in, which is good to hear. Have you heard uh, anything similar? Yeah, no, they've I've they've been encouraged from people I've talked to just in terms of you know guys falling through with workout plans. Clearly, guys have spread out um, across the country uh, in terms of players on the roster through the this process. Been quarantining in all different spots. Um, Luckily, the weather has turned in Boston a bit, so um, the uh, the ones who have stayed around Boston, they still don't have access to the Auerbach Center, which is um, kind of not crazy at this point, but um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Um, from a, but that's clearly a city issue, right? Uh, that they're taking it slow there. So, and but, two guys, um, two guys that haven't spread out are uh, are Grant Williams and Kemba Walker, who we found out have been living together during this quarantine. And that that's it. and you guys, what you guys, uh, the media had a Zoom call with Grant the other day. Yeah, we talked to Grant uh, last week on a Zoom call, and he um, just confirmed the fact that it's actually pretty cool that he, you know, was think was torn about whether to go home to to uh, Carolina where his uh, folks live, or stay up in Boston, and was worried about you know ex- exposing his parents or potentially his grandparents down there if he stayed at home, and also but also like staying in shape and having everything he needed to stay in shape. Um, nearby and Kemba Walker just apparently said hey you know you can just quarantine with me if you want I'm gonna go down to his my old house in Carolina myself and 
and Grant Williams took him out, out in, and, uh, and that's been it's been two months of them uh, as roommates. It sounds like I imagine it's a it's probably a pretty spacious house for Kemba down there. Probably imagine, a lot of room yeah. for them to <laughs> to uh, have their own space. But it's it's they've obviously been able to work out together, um, and I think that's uh, again a encouraging sign. Not that Kemba didn't have anything but huge accolades already as a teammate in Boston, Rich, but like this is just one more thing where you're just like, oh yeah, just offer a rookie uh, to, to stay with you for two months. Sure. It's also a great deal probably for a veteran. I think they'd love to have like, you know, one of their rookies staying with them, just like have some extra help around the house. Right. Oh, sure. Take out the trash. <laughs> like I wanted to yeah. talk about, does Grant have any chores like around the the Kemba state? I would hope so. We didn't ask him about that, but that's, that's a good, I would think that he's got to carry his fair share down there. Yeah, maybe he gets um, an allowance, you know, if he if he does all of his all of his things correctly. And Grant, um, he actually said he was surprised that Kemba invited him because he is just a notorious talker, doesn't shut up on the team. And um, yeah, I I I I kind of with Grant there. I am kind of surprised by this because you know it is it is a playful joke that he talks too much, but it's also like you know. I don't think anyone else is living up with Kemba right now, so that's you know. Oh yeah, I mean I have to, like I said, I have a, a five-year-old sometimes who who won't ever stop talking. So yeah, I mean maybe maybe it's similar. We have to set like certain rules, like at dinner. Okay, you know, just take a breath for for twenty seconds. You know, anything, just 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 to stay in your own head for a little bit. Tell all the stories about about Pinkalicious and uh, and the Odd Squad. Like keep those to yourself. You know, maybe his like settlers of Catan talk, like just. Just, I, I, it'd be interesting. I, I, it, well, at some point, maybe after we're out of this, we can have like a Kemba can have like a real conversation with how it was with Grant if there were times where it got on his nerves. Um, Sounds like an oral history column that needs to be had here on this situation. <laughs> uh, so, have you? I mean, obviously, you've been following the, the some of the conversation and the reports of what might happen. You know, this is best case scenario, right? Like, I, I'm, I, I've, and as I've said in, pre- in previous podcasts, I'm a little bit nervous about getting too excited because it's not going to take much, whether it's one guy getting infected. It, it, by the way, it doesn't have to be one player who gets who, who gets uh, COVID. Like, anyone in the, in the potential bubble, right, who gets it could shut this whole thing down. Uh, well, I do, a- I do think, though, that, like, if, if that's the case, if it's only one person, then they shouldn't come back. Like, it, it, it'd be like, what's the magic number for them to have to shut it down? Like, because it's, if it's just one, it seems like, and this has started to happen a little bit in European soccer for the leagues that have come back. It's like, okay, you're quarantined. We're going to test everyone on your team. Anyone you come, come and talk back with. Um, but obviously you have to balance, you know, knowing that there's going to be risk and probably a few positive cases, but how many is too many in terms of what's safe to continue for the, the group. Right. And but the assumption being that like, if, if it just, but again, like some of these coaches so, and, 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 and oh, a guy sure. like, and, and we'll talk about a guy like Danny Ainge, like I imagine he's not going to go anywhere near the bubble, right? Like some, some of these high risk guys, but some of the older coaches, I mean, for, for, for a vast majority of the people in that bubble, maybe they get it and it's not that bad, right? Maybe they or you know, maybe they're asymptomatic. Maybe they have a couple, you know, restless nights or they have something close to the flu for a little bit. But I just... I just don't know if the NBA is going to be willing to take that risk that like, you know, cause it, cause randomly it does hit, you know, J- J- JaVale McGee, right. As a history of asthma, right. Right. You never know a guy like that. If, if, if something happens, how it could, how it could hit him. And I, and I just don't think the NBA or any of these professional leagues are going to want to fuck around with that. 
No question. And you do wonder just how many players might just want to sit it out based on either their own health risk or close family members' health risks. Um, if they're you know not willing to leave their family for however long it takes. Um, you know, some it might be you know if you're first round out in the playoffs, then leaving your family for a couple of weeks isn't a you know or be close to a month when you factor in the training camp and stuff down there. Uh, not a huge deal. Um, but if it's longer and it's, you know, you are, it's, I don't think there'll be a, a stigma attached to it, but you know, you, p- these guys will want to be there for their teammates, but at the same time, family's family. And, you know, that understandably is going to take precedence, um, in some situations. So that seeing how that pans out, we haven't really haven't seen it yet at all for American sports, but I, I imagine it is going to happen and for, for some, for some people. Yeah. And some of that could get to like how they do set this up. Um, and, pre- and, and, and I know we, we talked before we came on a little bit, like you do have, I don't know if it's a preference, but what's, what's your pitch for how they do this? I can tell, I'll tell you mine. I got, I'll just, I'll just tease. I am pro world cup format. That's, yeah, that, so, that's where, where I want to see this go, but what, what's your idea? So I, I like the world cup format, but I like it used, um, in place essentially of the regular season games like i i don't want them to go straight to the playoffs um from scrimmages i just think that it doesn't make sense from a financial standpoint if you're there to like just you know skip over these games that you know especially for teams that have you know big tv deals they're gonna need that revenue um i'll be curious to see again if they don't if they don't do you know invite 30 teams back which seems like um it's a very distinct possibility at this point um for a few games and like what happens to those teams in terms of missing out on that piece of the pie. Maybe they'll have to, you know, just pull that all that local TV money. But I would like to see um, some type of pool play where you have the teams that are like set in the playoffs or tight in the seedings. Um, so in the East, I'd say it'd be like one through six. And then you have each of them play each other once kind of similar to what the NHL is doing. Um, where you don't reseed entirely, but you know, you maybe it's just like those wins just get added to their regular season record. And those, and then that's where the, the final seedings are set. And, and who, same. And who are they? So, so in the, in this mode, it's like who are the Celtics playing and how how many games are you? Are you so this would be, so this would be, um, the Celtics would it would be the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, and the Sixers. The, the six teams that are, you know, the, the the Bucks are ahead of the pack, but then everyone else is safely in the playoffs already. Okay. And they're you know they're locked in, and and the only thing that can really change is seating, you know, between two and six. Um, the Bucks are set at one, so in this scenario, you would have them playing for home court advantage. But exactly, but that doesn't exist. You'd have to find some other advantage for the bu- something for the Bucks to play for in this situation, I guess. Beyond, or maybe you just like, um, you know, they they would prefer to play regular competition. They're, but they're going to be they're cruising at the end of the regular season anyway, so I guess it wouldn't be any different from them from playing normal regular season games. Right. And then I mean, maybe you can set it up because how how many games up are they on on? So they're six and a half up. So there, it's pretty much a lock. They had the East. You know, there was. 17 games left to play in the East. So they had one locked up either way. So it's it's hard to 
make a situation here or unfair to them to make a situation here where they could lose the the one seed at the same time the nhl did that with their format they are having the locks in each conference the one through four just play around robin and then whoever wins that is the the new seedings for the opening of the playoffs so if you want to screw the bucks here you say all the seeds one through six are up for grabs in pool play if not then you just have the games add to regular season records and then however those line up after five games that's how you see those teams and then you do that for the top seven in the west too because again that's where the locks are have them all play each other once and then set the regular season um you know seedings in the playoffs and then you get the play-in stuff with the through seven and eight or up for grabs in the east you invite the wizards the hornets the bulls would say and then same situation in the West. Eighth, eight is up for grabs. Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, round robin situation. And then after that, you're looking at normal playoffs. Yeah, and again, but so here that here's my problem is that the word normal. So we got the fact that first of all, these teams are going to be playing in empty arenas, right? Yep. I, I, for me, and this is why I like the World Cup format, is that, and I understand why the NBA wants to maintain some semblance of normalcy. I understand why LeBron wants to wants to maintain some some uh, semblance of normalcy in the, in the Bucks and all that. But I think that we just got to bite the bullet and we need to accept that this is not normal. There's nothing, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try to paint this as any other year, it's just not, and it's never going to be. So I just I would just I think that you just throw everything out the window. That's why I think a, like the World Cup format it's 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 certainly a break from tradition. I, it's always going to be something that and it sucks, right? It, it, for people that want to make the argument of LeBron's legacy and him versus Jordan and and, and the Lakers leading the Lakers to a title, it's great, but it doesn't matter. Like reality has if it hasn't set in, it it should have by now. Uh, so just make this the year of COVID nineteen. It already is, and I think that the that having something new and exciting like a World Cup format for one year, uh, the, the, I think the ratings will be through the roof, even more than than taking it back and doing like okay, let's do a seven game series like and do all that. No, let's just let's have it the way the World Cup does, and I think it'll be really really exciting. And then we can and then eventually, hopefully, and I don't know, maybe they're talking about a December restart for for the season. And that's the thing we got to talk about too, the fact that how many years uh, uh, in the future this is going to affect. Maybe maybe by the time year three rolls around, we can get back to a normal schedule. But for right now, I just think you roll it out. And I don't know if you read uh, Kevin O'Connor's piece on The Ringer um, where he talks about the possible like group stage draws. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got four groups and five teams in each group. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it just seems that, that's very exciting to me. That's what I want to go. And I know it's not. I think it's I exciting, it's but it, it, I like, I mean, I like the, there's, there's no question. It brings some excitement in terms of it's something new. It mixes it up. I guess I'm kind of against anything that I'm against like reseeding or, you know, eliminating East versus West. Because I think if you want to do world cup, I'd be intrigued by doing world cup groups within each conference and kind of mixing it up that way. I don't know if that would work. Um, and, then, and then having as, the two winners. Play. And then exactly. And then having the semifinals. So it's like you have two groups in each conference, 
the top two teams in each group advance, and that's your Eastern Conference semifinals. Same in the West, Western Conference. And then it becomes, you know, it's best of seven for those final, you know, three rounds. Um, I'd be down for something like that. I don't see... I, I think going to a group um, format, World Cup format, and on top of that, blowing it wide open east-west after playing after each team played a schedule, a regular season schedule for so many games that was based on conferences, so there are all sorts of you know inequities. It, it essentially renders the, a regular season u- completely useless, and I don't think that's... I don't think you want to do that here, because you had... You played 80% of the regular season. That should matter. I know it's it's very unique circumstances, and it's not going to be perfect no matter how they do it, but this just literally is kind of throwing out the the regular season out the window and I don't think that uh that's fair to be honest right and again yeah, maybe it's not fair and maybe there, there's a way because because and I'm, I'm just looking at the possible you know uh Kevin and, and his and his story had some of the possible like group breakdowns right um and at the end of the day so like you know if the Bucks are with the Jazz the Sixers the Grizzlies and Blazers and then the Celtics would be playing against the Raptors Thunder Mavericks and Spurs and I don't know. Yeah, it's like it doesn't like I don't. There's like you said. There's not a huge advantage there for the Bucks because um, you're still playing against some 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 pretty good teams. Um, and yeah, but there's but you know that's the thing is that you're gonna offend some people. No one there's there's not an option that makes everybody happy, right? Right. Um, and I guess maybe it, it's it's better to make uh, the the eighth ninth and tenth teams unhappy than it is to piss off the lakers and bucks like maybe they earned a little bit better um but you know what a lot of people around the world that earn better than what than what they're they're dealing with right now and i think that's part of it you just have to you know just just let go of of what was this season um and again this is this is assuming that we can even get far enough to to enjoy something like this but um but how like how long would it take to 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 play out the playoffs, like what, like how how late in, into the fall do you think this would go? I would think you're looking at the finals, maybe end of September, early October, in this type of again, maybe maybe less than that because they want to get it going and there's no travel involved here, so you can take a hard and fast every other you know night situation all the way through for all these teams and maybe even play. Um, back-to-backs in the earlier rounds if it's warranted if you're having a bunch of teams in the mix and you're playing you know pool play that doesn't matter as much um yeah i haven't mapped out the timing of that but i would think you know the normal postseason takes two months and that's with games stretched out a lot so you know you take a week or to two weeks for regular season games warm-up games pool play games however they want to do it and then you go into the postseason. I bet they can condense the postseason to, you know, six weeks, based on just the every other night schedule. Right. I mean, again, like obviously, like in a typical uh, NBA playoffs, there's a lot of. I mean, there are times where they don't play again, but like three, four days. Sometimes right. it feels like those first rounds. Like, oh my god, really? The Celtics don't play. They play on Friday. They don't play again until Tuesday or something like that. Like you can, you don't even have to do back to backs necessarily. You could, you can. Yeah, just do every other night. And this is, and it defeats the purpose. Too. Like, if they stretch stuff out, okay, let's like uh, stretch out the risk for all these people 
<laughs> in the yeah. bubble. Like it's, it's like literally their best interest is to not to, they want to speed it. They want to play every night um, all the way through, obviously. Um, but at the same time, they don't want to stretch this out longer than it needs to be um, beyond filling all their TV windows. Uh, B-Rob, real quick, we'll get back to this conversation in one second. But first, I want to uh, hit pause just for a moment and, and, and bring in a, a message from one of our new sponsors, uh, Waken 180. As you know by now, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health by starting Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I've already dropped about 18 pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds, and we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks or gimmicks. Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one coaching. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 180, six locations, but during this lockdown, They're starting client virtually. The same program from the comforts of your home. Simply log in to awaken180weightloss.com. Fill out the form online and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox. Okay, uh, so we're back, and Bureau, it's funny, and because and, another thing that we got to consider, and and obviously there's a risk we talk about in this bubble of uh, of just COVID nineteen in general, but also these guys who have been again, we're staying in shape, but there's a difference between basketball shape, like playing NBA basketball, and like running on a treadmill, or or, or even let, let, let's go to how how high tech and how advanced the training is now. These NBA specific trainers, there's still nothing that can that can match playing in an NBA game. Um, it's it's just the the injuries that and and every playoffs there's an injury issue, but I think especially if these guys try to rev it up too fast and too soon, especially a guy, a guy like LeBron, some of these older players, it's it's dangerous. No question, and it's really going to show um, how much players have been able to maintain a a solid level of fitness over the last couple of months, which is not an easy task. Um, based on you know. I mean, some of them, you know, LeBron, guys like that, the, the superstars have may have state-of-the-art gyms and courts in their house, so they, that might not be as big of a deal. It's going to be helpful for them. But then, you know, if you're, um, we'll say, any rookie X that's on a first-round, end of first-round pick, not a lot of money yet, you're living in an apartment, you decided, uh, okay, I'm going to, you know, stick this out in your home team region, like, you might not have access to a gym and stuff beyond what your team sent you um, during this time. So it is going to be, it's going to be, you're going to see a lot of, I think how much players have been able to stay in shape during this standpoint. I think the Celtics will have some of an advantage there because it is a group of really hard workers that are disciplined. I feel like in general, um, especially towards the top of this roster. And, but there's no question, like you said, the injuries overseas in European soccer right now are popping up a, more far more often than usual in the playoffs and that's and that's where 
the very reason you you described. Yeah, and we're, and we're talking about injuries. We're not talking about like tight hamstrings and stuff. We're talking about blowing out li- right. not limbs, but yeah, like ACLs and and Achilles and and really, you know, really think that, like next thing you know, you're out for the entire next season, right? Because right. you rush too much. And I think that's where that's what kind of gets into this all too. It's just that like if if and, and maybe that's why the NBA is really so desperately wanting to you know maintain the tradition and and somehow get it so it can be just like an like a regular uh playoff season uh but i just like i just don't know how you're ever gonna get there when there's no one in the when there's no one in the stands when these guys are living in a bubble you know it's just like and that's why i think it would take some of the pressure like no matter what they do it's going to be remembered as 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 the covid19 postseason so like and, and I understand again I said it already I I know why LeBron and is is probably desperate to to do it. I mean it's it's actually a nice built-in excuse for him if they canceled the the regular playoffs you know you can't you can't get blamed for not winning a title when there's no proper title to be won um but like I just I I, I kind of just want to throw it all out the window and <laughs> I, I I do and and I and it'll be and it once it starts It'll be people will get into it. It'll be fun. The ratings will be through the roof. I mean, they'll pre, they'll be pretty great anyways. I mean, you, you see with the, like the uh, Brady and Manning's golf thing. You know, that was one of the highest watched sport, sure. highest I rated mean, sporting events of the all initial time. Initial games everywhere are going to have you know, no matter what they do, they're going to have monster ratings out of the gate. Um, I do think though, with I think uh, Ryan Brandy only pointed this pointed this out on Twitter as well um, earlier today. With the you can get a lot of meaningless games in the World Cup format towards the end, like when if someone's just on a roll and then you have two teams that are out of it playing each other, you know that it can be settled be- far before the group play ends with the round robin format. So that would be not appealing to me. Um, again, when you have because then you'll just have games. What what are are you going to have these games? These teams are playing for each other for no reason if you lost your first three games of group play. And so things like that make me worry about what, you know, just just the for as fun and innovative and, you know, off the wall the World Cup format would be, it would it would be a potential struggle. I yeah. Think, on, for that situation. Sure. And, and that's something that, that, that you'll deal with. I don't think there's any, there's any perfect situation, but I think that like, so after that, like that's when, uh, the, the actual tournament will be coming into focus. Right. So I, I think personally, like, so if a team loses his first three games, okay, by then there will be storylines that develop, you know, it, it'll already, the machine will already be starting up again. And I think there will be, you know, it won't be any different than like, you know, some of the old NBA TV, playoff games that that they have you know back in the day it was always like the hawks and the and the raptors or the pacers that got stuck on those those random nba tv games like there are going to be some stinkers um but i think at that point there will be a couple of the groups where there are teams that are playing for their survival and those can be the focus um and yeah no i I agree again i don't think there's that's the thing i don't think that there's a perfect uh a perfect solution there's certainly not but um it, it it's easier to to look past the imperfections, I think, when you sort of just let go of what's supposed to be and what needs to be, and in a way, you know, taking it so seriously. I think, if anything, and, I, and so two things, like I, I think that this this absence has has shown us how much, you know, I don't know, distraction, but how much happiness sports can bring. But in other ways, it shows that it's not quite as important as sometimes we make it out to be. 
You know, maybe it's not the most important thing in the world that if LeBron James gets his, uh, it's easy for us to say, but if, if LeBron James gets his next championship, there are plenty of other more important things in the world. And this is, and there's still an opportunity. I think it'd be pretty cool if LeBron, you know, can be the first guy to lead the, his team to the NBA World Cup. You know, that's a pretty cool storyline in its own, but it's just different. And I just think, you know, this is a time where we should embrace different and, uh, and who knows when, we, when we'll get back to normalcy. Um, but it's certainly, again, empty stands. It's not normal. Right. I mean, there's no question. Empty stands, neutral arenas, like it's going to be different no matter what. Um, I'm open to the idea. I guess I'm more of if if the playoff field wasn't as set as it was essentially in both conferences, I'd probably be more open to the idea. Um, you know, you have 15 out of the 16 teams are essentially locks. Um, and one, the one that isn't a lock had a three and a half game lead. So, um, I'd just as well, you know, have, I think incorporating some group play, you know, world court, world cup format of like round Robin would be again, great for the regular season games to mix up the seating as a warm up to the playoff starting. But, you know, it's already, you know, you already have something that's pretty much set and, while everything else is going to be different, I just I would miss the rivalry aspects of both conferences and um, in the playoffs. And I think taking that away when you don't necessarily need to, um, I uh, think something like that. I guess so. Like, what, so what do you miss? You're missing the uh, uh, Celtic Sixers rivalry. Sure, Celtic Sixers, like Lakers, Clippers. I have to like are probably gonna have to play each other, like. You would lose some of those, I think, really fun matchups with stuff that's been built over the course of this season. Um, and again, you might get some, um, but in the the pool play, but you would be far more likely to get them with a more traditional postseason. So if if this was like a fifty game regular season and there was so much up for grabs, I'd probably be much more open to, you know, the the World Cup format, but with pretty much a 65 70 games already in the books and a lot of teams locked in and locked into certain spots i think having the funness of a, a play-in situation for the eight seed out west i'm all for that or having a, a world cup format for that purpose but doing it for in place of the first round of the playoffs i'm i just think it's it's a fun idea but i think they're just you know that it's not going to be better than what you had already um real quick i don't know how many times uh how many more times we'll be able to read this spot so i'll just get it in uh with currently no nba nhl or mlb you might think there's nothing to bet on well you would be wrong our exclusive partner bet online still has hundreds of events games and props to wager on from their online casino to poker and blackjack as they are bringing vegas to you uh if you're missing the nfl no problem bet online has live daily madden nfl 20 simulations you can wager on if you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on uh, Big Brother, American Idol. I think theirs is still going. Uh, stock prices are certainly still going. And even uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website, betonline.ag, uh, or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Uh, bet Online is your online wagering solution. 
Um, yeah, and again, I guess, I, I, and I understand, I understand where the argument comes from and where the point of view comes from of, of trying to keep it together. I just like, you know, and, and maybe may, maybe some, maybe bars will be open, maybe outdoor situations will be open where everyone can get together in a, in a place and, and watch these games. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it just feels a little bit weird to me to just to to pretend like things are back to normal when they're just not. And they won't be. And 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 we yeah, we talk we talk about um, you know maybe this going into September, late September, um, and people are also talking about in the fall like the second wave of this coming through and maybe coming through a little later than that once like the flu uh, when flu season kicks into gear again and we don't know what we're going to be dealing with uh, as a, as a country, um, and that's why I mean part of me just just wants to just have fun with it just 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 throw it throw everything out the window say we understand that that this is a crazy situation we're just happy to have sports back altogether because listen the 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 Tiger Woods uh, Phil and, and Brady and, and Manning that that didn't mean that was for charity like I said it didn't mean anything but it wasn't for legacy it wasn't for anything it was just fun and people loved it and they watched the shit right. out of it and I just think that maybe as a society that's what we need more than anything and to take it and, for, and, if, and okay the, the TV ratings are not going to be an issue right that's no. going to be off the charts like you if, think so uh, oh yeah i don't i don't i don't see any i mean certainly they're going to be some stinkers right not every single game is going to be the most watched there'll be some but, nba tv games <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no matter what there're going to be some nba some nba tv games but i just want i i think that we could all use because we talk about the rivalries right the the sixers and the celtics and that's not going away you know we can bring that back and but like what what are those rooted in a lot of it's rooted in like negativity and hatred and i know that's part of the fun right like hating the hate and i i hate on lebron plenty like like some of like the that is part of nba fandom um but for one summer for one season it might just be fun to say fuck it you know here's here's just an event for everyone to enjoy and and, and hey there's there, there are gonna be new rivalries born out of this and maybe that's right. you know maybe that's the future no i'm with you for sure on the standpoint i don't want them to just go 16 teams start the playoffs as currently seated from that standpoint i'm with you 100 i would whether it's a playing situation for eight or a world cup situation um you know group stage for the final seeds in each conference i'd much rather have that than them just go straight into it like you said because it is you know nothing about this season is normal um and so okay take advantage you've been talking about a play-in tournament for as an idea for the last couple years um you're gonna have no better excuse to like throw some version of that into into play here um and see how it goes and i'm sorry like memphis grizzlies like yeah you're gonna have to play your way in you're gonna have to do that anyway because you had the easiest schedule so far and you had you weren't even projected to make the playoffs after 82 games so like you know sorry zion and then yeah we're gonna give zion williamson a chance to play his way into the playoffs and that and and i can see (laughs) i can and i can see why you they want to do everything they can to give him a few more uh Right. A few, few more reps in the spotlight, and like, you know, they're they're maybe you just make it a you know a marketing thing. You know, let's just say it. Like, we're not. You know, I get it. Again, I understand why the teams that are like the Bucks and the Lakers. It sucks. You know, it does. You know, it sucks for the millions upon millions of people who lost their jobs. You know what I mean? I think that's the perspective. Maybe that these guys are going to have to hold uh, with a little bit more weight at some point. Um, 
but yeah, said so there's no there, there there's no perfect way. Uh, I am I am happy. Like I think we're lucky to have a commissioner like Adam Silver. You know, I think he's gonna he'll think outside the box. He'll he'll I think he's not afraid to make tough decisions. Um, and you know, we'll see as this thing continues to evolve. You know, and that's that's the thing we don't know. We you, you never know, especially with with things opening up a little bit more right now in May. We don't you don't know what June's gonna bring. Right. You know, you don't you don't know how some of these these gatherings, you know, like there's a famous pool party in the Ozarks, right? That people are are uh, are that went viral, and you know, all the people out without masks yelling at each other. Who knows? But like, we don't know what that's going to bring to to the world. And and there's another part they said, you know, in, in Disney, now that Disney World starts is starting to open back up in general, they don't even know if they're going to have enough, you know, decent hotels for for right. all these teams to stay. Yeah, that's going to be. I wonder how much that influences what format they go with or just the number of teams they invite for that format um since you know 30 the difference between 20 and 25 teams is going to be roughly 250 people when you include the traveling parties um is that is that what is that what it is that they're saying for the it's i think i saw 50 as number but might be even smaller than that thinking about it maybe even like i've seen anywhere from 30 to 50 i feel like for a lot of these major sports and that includes you know but it's clear that, you know, full coaching staffs won't be there. Like, you only, you'll have to pick a few assistants. You'll have the trainers, the strength and conditioning people, everyone to, you know, keep the guys healthy. But um, And I think the front, I think o- I, the front offices are pretty much going to stay out of it. Yeah, I think only one front office representative. I just think what I saw in a proposal is, is going to be down there. So, yeah, it's um, – and I assume – I don't know. Like, I haven't talked to him about, like, what – do you think media will be – allowed in the bubble i wonder you, you i mean maybe they maybe they set up some some sort of you know post-game zooms right i mean I, I, that's I, why i 100 think it's that's what it's going to be a post-game zoom press conference and and, and you got to figure like these games are going to be on tv right so there, so there's going to be and unless the nba does it all in-house but they they can't do that you know, so you got to assume there are going to be some TNT crews there. You got to assume there are some ESPN crews there, um, right? You have the TV once, people uh, there, but like, are they? Is like, are writers going to be like, are beat reporters? Right, the beat reporters. That's be... different because you could see how you know where like Woj and Zach Lowe, those guys do TV and they write. So you can see how right. they could probably get themselves into the bubble. Um, but just the uh, the 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 everyday beat rep- beat writers, I don't I don't see it. I mean, I, right. what, what what do I know? But like, I, especially because I think they would love for them not to be there. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and where there will be some media, you know, there will be the, you know, uh, NBA TV will have maybe some guys in there, and because that's the that's the dream I think for all these leagues is to have it all in house. And if they could sure. if they could have NBA dot com writers being the only ones that are that have access to this. I don't think I think that they would love that, um, unfortunately. And and again, if they if they set up uh, you know the the post game zooms the same way they do those those massive post game press conferences, they can't say they can say that hey we're not limiting your access, we're just right. trying to protect our players. Right. Um, but yeah, have you heard anything on that? I mean, no. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I assume though that it is going to be like if like you said they'll probably the TV partners and probably select reporters that are going to be maybe part of the broadcast will be in, but I, I fully expect all the post-game stuff to be done video via a video press conference. Um, how that is going to work, like, I guess they won't televise it live probably because of that. 
Um, not that they would, not that they normally do anyway for a lot of these outlets. Um, I wonder. Because, I mean, that usually only happens in, like, the finals and stuff like that where they, they show live. But maybe they will anyway. But I would think they'd want to they'd want to have it on delay just to, you know, make sure it works. And Right, because so, I'm thinking about, like, those old, like, you know, NBA TV interviews where they'd get guys post-game, you know, just, like, in the locker room with a headset on. Um, right. And, like, and I, like, Chuck and Shaq would, would interview those guys on the post-game show. Um, right. And maybe you do something like that, right? Like, and, and you could... Yeah, you know it's one of those. But things I assume, where... yeah, they'll have to let people. They'll have to make them take questions, like from. You'll have those TV interviews, like you just said. But I think on top of that, you'll have to have a regular press conference for, you know, Brad Stevens and a couple of players. You would, you, you would think so, you know. But but I think it's one of those things where you know I think that the, all these leagues are probably, you know, the the coverage in general, just the number of media guys at these games in the locker room has overflown a little bit. Uh, you know, it's gotten a little crazy in, in, in recent years. And obviously I think there are a lot of people that are do obviously like, you know, a, a good chunk of the core Celtics guys like you uh, have been there for, for, for many years are doing it. But I think that they've been looking for ways to, to, to chop it down to size a little bit, you know, to, to limit the, the, not limit the access, just limit the the numbers around the team, and this is a good excuse to do so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes down to this: if you're limiting travel parties for teams, and you're not letting some assistant coaches be down there because it's just too many numbers, then yeah, like I, then you can you have a case being like, yeah, we're not letting all media in, like we're yeah keep numbers down, um, which will be unfortunate. Hopefully, it doesn't last long. In terms of you know this whole situation, clearly by next season, hopefully there's some solutions uh, via vaccine or um, you know effective treatments, whatever. Yeah, it's, it, it seems like especially for 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 basketball. I mean, because everything you read now is that you know if you're outdoors, you know again the 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 news evolves every day, you know. But it seems now that like if you're if you're a safe distance and you're outside, you know your your chances of getting it are not great, but like. These, you know, these these contained indoors places where there's a lot of speaking, right? A lot of yelling. Uh, that's where it's really it's really traveling and being and being passed along uh, easier. So I mean, that's that's an NBA arena, right? Right, like that. So that 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 basketball and hockey seem to be the two sports that, to me, until there's a vaccine, it's going to be really really hard to to get away with anything. Yeah. Um. All, all right. right. Final <laughs> thoughts here. Um. Okay. First off, how many games do you want? How many regular season or pool play games do you want to see before the playoffs start? Hmm. For like guys getting in shape, quality of play purposes. And 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 we're gonna say that these games mean something. Yeah, they mean something. It might just for seating purposes or for. Some some of the, or for if you're a fringe playoff team, you might be playing your way into the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think ten. Okay. Ten, ten, eleven, twelve games. That seems you know, maybe a month. I don't know. Well, wow, you what do you think it should be more? Less? No, no, I think I mean it'd be great if you that much. I'm not sure they're gonna be able to have it be that much. Maybe it does, maybe because you you know, you play every other day and you play a round robin situation or you just play 
you know, 10 games and some, you get to a set number, whether it's 72 or 76, I think were the numbers that they were looking at. So, I mean, maybe they'll have some 76 would be the 10 that you, you know, that would be the 10 that you, you brought up just then. So that would, I think that'd be ideal if they had the time for it. Right. It's just, it's just so confusing. And again, like maybe you have some, like, you know, some scrimmage, some scrimmages, like a, you know, obviously there'll be like a, a little mini preseason, right? right. Where, where teams can just get out there against, against guys other than themselves. And, and if they're all living in the same place, right, like that becomes a lot easier. You know, it's, it's sort of like one big happy family uh, with all this, all the NBA teams you know, practicing in the same gyms and, and all that. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess, you know, every day it's going to come to light a little bit more and, and we'll see. But yeah, I mean, t- like I said, it's just so hard to, to have them play a first game. Guess what? The, the, the opening night of a season, the first two months of a season, by the time we get to March, it doesn't mean much. I mean, obviously, you know, the wins and losses add up in the standings. But like, you know, but to, to, to have a game after this break and have it really mean something the first time you take the court, it's... uh doesn't seem very fair doesn't seem very safe necessarily which is why again just to reiterate i just want to say fuck it world cup <laughs> let's just get crazy let's just let's just embrace embrace the craziness that is 2020 and we'll always remember no matter what happens well like again lebron could could win the title and, and everyone's everyone's going to remember this as as the year that they that they were all at disney and COVID 19 so make it make it we're never going to forget it anyway so just just put the cherry on top and make it something that will just the asterisk. People don't even have to argue about the asterisk, right? Because <laughs> it, would be, it is. It would be, yeah, it'd be it prominent. is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap up here, uh, you debuted a new podcast this week. I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that. You had a great first interview with uh, with Robert Parrish. Yeah. So, Good Story Sports is the, is the name of the podcast, and it's going to be. Uh, it's not just basketball. It's not just interviews with basketball players. It's going to be just sports in general, and. Uh, you know, more it, there will be some interviews like the one with Parrish, but more like longer form uh, storytelling uh, kind of shows. And the, I think by next week, uh, I hopefully will have the second episode up there. Uh, it's sort of related to the the first interview with Robert Parrish, but sort of builds on that a little bit. And, and again, it, and it, I'm not doing any sort of grand, you know, grand launch. I'm just kind of kind of slow roll it and, 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 and let it sort of take uh, take shape organically. But uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. Obviously, we're, we're going to keep doing this and talking Celtics in the NBA, and there will be some NBA talk on the Good Story Sports podcast. But um, and we can search for it it's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Everyone should give it a search and subscribe, and uh, you can get you know obviously updated when new episodes go up. But uh, I'm excited. It, it, should, it should be fun to keep doing this and and start doing that, and uh, even more once once sports come back because I think. Uh, you know, we can argue all like all, for almost an hour like this about what's the best way to do it. Uh, but either way, no matter how it's done, it'll be nice just to have the games back and the the uh, the distraction and the entertainment and all that. So, looking forward to all of it. No question about it. All right. So yeah, definitely give that uh, subscribe to the Good Story Sports podcast. Give yeah. that a five star rating if you are on iTunes. Even a four, uh, I'll, I'll take a four. Or four, if, if you, you, know, you want. Do and while you're at it, you know. If you haven't given winning plays a five star yet, do that too. Yes. Um, but definitely check it out. It was a great interview for our parish. Um, and there'll be, I know there's a, an interview with uh, another Celtics legend in the can. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. There is. He's, he's, co- he's coming as well. I'm going to try and get him back on the, f- on the phone first to have a, l- a little update, but yeah, it's all, it's all coming. 
All right. Well, stay tuned for that um, on your days where you are searching for uh, good content to listen to. But that will put a ball on this one for now. Uh, we will be back next week. Maybe we'll have uh, a f- actual format to to uh, discuss at that point as opposed to uh, trying to make up our own. But um, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, stay safe and healthy out there, everyone. And, you know, feedback is always welcome at winning plays pod on, on Twitter and definitely shoot us a five-star review on iTunes as well in the meantime. But thanks as always for listening. We'll get you guys next week.